Blog Talk Radio. Tony, how you doing? Yeah, I'm super fantastic. Every day. <laughs> super fantastic. Wake up, wake up, it's the TNT Denar. We've been waiting so long, but we made it this far. If yeah. you're feeling like I'm feeling, you know it's so hard. Gotta keep your head up, keep your faith in the Lord, and we restore the truth. Breaking down the walls, over 10,000 people waiting on the call and when it all coming to reality, it's over with. It's so close, I can feel it like a super hit. You never had it, you keep your head when you cash it. Outlast it, you ain't even got a flash it. How you doing, Tony? I'm super fantastic. Far from past it, now close your eyes and imagine. Those that been down, bouncing back like elastic. How many really trying to do something that's so drastic? Ask it. If you see another fella of the Denar era of making their life better, yeah. Getting ready for the RV. Yeah, we getting ready for the RV. Let's go. We getting ready for the RV. Yeah, we getting ready for the RV. Getting ready for the RV. Yeah, we getting ready for the RV. Let's go. Getting ready for the RV. Yeah, we getting ready for the RV. Triple P, Pam, known as already blessed. We done heard half the news. We waiting on the rest. Waiting to fest. Remember that we on the same map. Tony and Ray ran the brothers on the same path. It's time for a transference of wealth and ain't trying to be left with my life on the shelf. Can't do it by myself. We gotta do it together. A life of wealth. We living like to live it forever. Let's go. Getting ready for the RV. Yeah, we getting ready for the RV. Let's go. We getting ready for the RV. Yeah, we getting ready for the RV. Getting ready for the RV. Yeah, we getting ready for the RV. Yeah, we getting ready for the RV. Yeah, we getting ready for the RV. It was all a dream, but now it's a reality. Now it's where it has to be. Just keep your faith and you will see. It's a catastrophe, but just be patient, though. It's incredible how he used the oddest things to bless your soul. TNT, the Tony Raven, where you at? People waiting on the intel call to hit you back. Raven got the ladies going crazy on the open mic call. Midnight to the break of dawn is going on. Uh. Living in a time where we really know we need it. You gotta believe it, ain't no time to be conceited. It's blessed life, I cherish like the air that I'm breathing. No grieving, listen to the words that I'm speaking. Lifetime of wealth transferred to the believers. Know somebody ready, I can hear it through the speakers. IQD reevaluation, waiting with anticipation. I'm patient and impatiently waiting to be patient. Getting ready for the RV. Yeah, we getting ready for the RV. Getting ready for the RV. Yeah, we getting ready for the RV. Getting ready for the RV. Yeah, we getting ready for the RV. Getting ready for the RV. Yeah, we getting ready for the RV. We ain't got the ladies going crazy on the open mic call. Midnight to the break of dawn is going on. Uh. Living in a time where we really know we need it. You gotta believe it, ain't no time to be conceited. This blessed life I cherish like the air that I'm breathing. No grieving, listen to the words that I'm speaking. Lifetime of wealth transferred to the believer. Know somebody ready, I can hear it through the speakers. IQD reevaluation, waiting with anticipation. I'm patient and impatiently waiting to be patient. Let's go. Getting ready for the RV. Yeah, we getting ready for the RV. Let's go. We getting ready for the RV. Yeah, we getting ready for the RV. Getting ready for the RV. Yeah, we getting ready for the RV. Let's go. We getting ready for the RV. Yeah, we getting ready for the RV. Getting ready for the RV. Yeah, we getting ready for the RV. Let's go. Super 
I heard you for like one second. To start conference recording, one. To read the recording has started. All right. Welcome to the Information Superstation, TNT, hosted by that dynamic duo, Tony and Ray Rinfro. They're super fantastic and fantabulous, sir, to the empty degree, bringing you the latest and greatest Iraqi dinar revaluation information from around the globe, east to west, it's the best. So sit back, relax, and get ready to have your mind blown. In the TNT Intel Zone. Good afternoon, TNT Super Fan Fantasy Family. Today is March 14th, March 20th. Raven 98. Okay. Good morning, TNT. Let me get that part out the way. Ray, you are really, really messed up. We could barely understand what you were saying, fading in and out. And I don't know if it's the speaker or whatever, but I doubt anybody heard what you said beside me. I don't oh, know. really? <laughs> I, mean, I can hear you right now, but I can hear you saying that. Just so you know, you're fading in and out from doing that. Okay. It's clear now? I can hear you right now. Yeah, good. Fourteen. Um, wait, before we 20th. get started, what? I just called it out the date. What? Oh, okay. Uh, before we get started, guys, I was listening to getting ready for the RV and listening to that song. I said, man, it would be a great song if I didn't have to hear Calvin's voice all the time in the middle of the song. But anyway, I do, so I appreciate it. No. Uh, I actually thank you. Uh, the guy's name who put that song together because I just want to see if we never did. Calvin Sud, he's a preacher, a preacher, minister, full singer, owns several albums, is actually on Spotify, YouTube, and Facebook. And uh, I asked him his website, he don't have one. But his name is Calvin Suggs, S-U-G-G-S. And uh, if you guys wouldn't mind, I'm just asking you, if you can go to his Facebook or YouTube and just tell him thank you for putting that song together for us and carrying us through all these years, I would appreciate it because, you know, it was something and it has carried us through. So, all right, with that, Wait, did we send anything out? No, nothing went out. Nothing went out. Okay. With nothing going out, 
It was a long weekend. I want to absolutely positively thank everyone who sent me a happy anniversary, put it in the room, tweeted it to me, uh, texted it to me. Uh, Tish went on uh, in the uh, in the room in the chat room, and she sent me pictures of what you guys were sending in, and read some of them to me, and all of that. So I appreciate all of that and her. So I wanted to say, so it was a busy weekend for me with the anniversary and I had people flying in and people everywhere, but we're still keeping up with the news. So, um, okay. <laughs> um, let's get to the news. Man, two people that are going to absolutely be thrilled with today if they aren't already is 404 she stays on top of it. She wants to know the pulse of the people and what's going on. And they had a big impact this weekend. So we'll know that part. Okay. And then there's Walt and his best friend, both making news <laughs> throughout the weekend. Um, all right. Now, you know, when I tell you things are supposed to schedule, things are supposed to happen. And I always say, but we will see because it's Iraq. We will see in Iraq to make a decision. Did I say meet today? Oh, yeah. They were supposed to meet today. <laughs> but it's Iraq. So this morning at the start of the meeting, they announced that the meeting has been moved to April the 4th. <laughs> the decision-making has been moved to April the 4th. When last week, I tell you, nothing was going to happen until after the meeting today. So the court went out and made a decision. Then things would move on. Well, there's no meeting. What did happen, though, is on Friday, I think I tweeted it out to you guys, beginning of Arab Spring 2.0. And so it began. The people started taking to the streets, which helped the Iraq government make a decision. It's why they made a decision. Sadar actually made a phone call to Maliki. They all supposedly got together over the weekend on phone calls. They're supposed to have a meeting today. It was supposed to be after the court decision, but the court decision was put off because of the meeting. Does that make any sense? But that's what they did. Supposedly, um, they've come to some kind of agreement to form a government within the next 72 hours. Within the next 72 hours, they said they should have a government formed. That is why the court put off the meeting. <laughs> to see what really happened. Supposedly, Sadar has agreed to let Maliki be part of the government. Not in a leadership position, but part of the government. Supposedly, they have agreed to name Rahim as the president of the republic and not 
Selah, and to bring in Tadar's cousin as the new prime minister. Now, that's what they're saying. Or he's been added to the list. Could be the new prime minister. They're saying they're going to vote on these things within 72 hours and have the government formed. Even though last week, since um, Al Kazimi put out a statement that sounded like a farewell speech, uh, I told you guys that. So it might not have been. It might have been, this is why I should still be here speech. You guys remember that? Well, today, news articles came out saying that exact same thing. So I started laughing. They were telling people, their news articles said, hey, that might not have been a farewell speech, but better of this is why I'm the most qualified speech. I said, okay. So that worked out. We have yet to see. We don't know. We know this is what they're publicly saying, is they have now agreed on two names. Maliki is going to be part of the government. They're not going to have power positions in the government, just be in the government, Sadar saying. And Sadar's people are saying the only reason that Sadar has agreed to move the government forward to make these concessions is because they are scared of what will happen if the people go back to a full riot. They will lose it all. It will go back to a caretaker government. All the gains will be lost. There will be no future. And that is why they're saying he has agreed to some stipulations. Now, we don't know what they are until they actually happen because it's Iraq. But supposedly, negotiations over the Wednesday and today are supposed to finalize everything for the next 72 hours. Next 72 hours, it's supposed to be a government with everybody saying that their first order of business, or I should say two things, is the budget and the exchange rate. They have to do that before the people take to the streets because that's what they're concerned with right now. Sadar is scared because he doesn't want to be blamed for whatever's about to happen like Maliki was blamed. So they are coming to an agreement. That could be a good thing. I mean, if they get a government, if they change the rate, it isn't really if they get a government and they're all Iranian puppets. Because the names they're putting out so far, that's what it looks like <laughs> How could Sadar go from having it all to just giving it all away just to form a government so the people don't go in an uprising? Because you got to remember the Iran, Amiri, they didn't want Selah in, they didn't want Al Qazimi in. And right now it looks like they're getting what they want, <laughs> not what Sadar wants. So we'll have to see how it comes out in 72 hours. All Sadar is trying to do is get a government. He said he's still going to be the majority. 
His people are still going to make decisions, but we don't know who his people are. We don't know if his cousin is really going to be the prime minister or not because everyone is saying he's not qualified. He doesn't have any of the qualifications that Al Kazimi has, not politically or or not with his international contacts or actually saying not even the ability or mental capacity to hold that position. That's what it says. He's not that guy. Why are we just giving that to him? He can do none of the things that Al Kazimi has done, and they're scared he can't continue it on. So we'll see. Maybe they're just throwing it out there. Maybe they're just trying to get uh, Maliki's guys to the table. Because that's what Sadar says. Based on the ruling of the Supreme Court, they have to have a majority. And he said the only way he could get a majority was to include them in the government. Is the only way he could get a majority counts for the vote, whatever it is. And they need that. If not, the government would be at a stalemate forever. So we got 72 hours to see what really happens and how fast it happens. But something is going to happen because they did acknowledge they are concerned about the people taking to the streets and destroying it all once again. So that's a good thing. Banks, that's the bank. No call centers, no exchange centers, nobody's on standby because everything I just told you, nobody knows what's going to happen or when it's going to happen until it does. And they're not going to be on standby, on call, or anything else until after we see that government and then anything can happen at any moment. So we got 72 hours. Let's see what happens. All right, Ray, let's get started. Okay. I know of that have already gone. Okay, wait, right. Clue what you're saying. You're going in and out. Um, hmm. I don't know how we're going to fix it. But. Okay. Nope. And, and just so you guys know, um, yeah, well, you can tell right now. It was actually technical issues this morning, <laughs> which continues, I guess. Hmm. Go ahead, try it again. Okay, how about now? I can hear you when you say that. Go ahead. All right. Hey, man, says, of all the individuals that you know of that have already gone through the exchange process, have any of these individuals ever paid any taxes on the currency exchange to date? Not one. I do not know not one has ever came back to me and told me he had to pay taxes on it. Not to this point. All right. Jim and KC says, Friday you said what we know is Kazimi put everything in place. They even passed the laws, but they just haven't implemented them. And they won't, I don't think, unless he is there. 
and it will be something that will drag on another eight to ten years, and it will be business as usual. If Sadar has eliminated Kadini from the three names put up for prime minister, do you still believe the RV will go through since Iraq has been released from important sanctions? Okay. He didn't eliminate him. He nominated his cousin as one of the names. They still have to vote and pass the vote. So other articles came out this morning that said al Kazimi is still the most promising because he's the only one qualified. But we'll see what happens to the vote. And that's why I said that I should have just said that to get everybody in the room because he got to have them in the room in order to take a vote. So um, it was suggested that his cousin's name is the way it was put. So we'll see what actually happens. And that's why I'm trying to give you guys both sides of the information and, and what it would look like. But here's the difference, guys. All the laws wouldn't go through, I don't think, without al because too many of them are against what Iran and Maliki them want. Could some of them go through? Absolutely. Could the RV still happen? Absolutely. What is the reason for that? Everything Sadar said today, the people are hitting the streets, and we're all about to be kicked out again. <laughs> now, what happens if they're kicked out again and there is another caretaker of government? Then they're just going to put out the right back in the position. He's going to do what he does anyway. Sadar, Maliki, and everybody else will have no voice, no choice, everything else. So that's what they don't want to happen because it would set them back if the people start riding, everybody start pulling back on their contracts all over again, all the negotiations are canceled. It'd be years of work down the drain, and they know that. Now, here's the thing. The fact that he even called Maliki, the fact that he's even meeting with all of them. Look, Maliki, Amiri, uh, Abadi, uh, all the Iranian, uh, me, well, I said, well, they're all outnumbered because he's just him by himself against all of them. And the fact that Iran launched 12 missiles into Herbal yesterday. I don't know if you guys heard about it or not. I think they're trying to jump on Sadar at this moment when they feel like he's at his weakest and saying, we're going to cause some problems. Even though those 12 missiles didn't hit anything, even though they said they had to figure out who did it, and then the Iranian National Guard came out and said, I mean, uh, the Iranian uh, Quad Forces, whichever one it was, came out and said they did it. We did it. We were shooting at the Zionists. Now, supposedly, they're saying Israel has a secret headquarters in Irvine, and they were shooting at Israel headquarters, even though all the missiles went towards the U.S. embassy. What they're really trying to do is cause chaos and confusion and it's working under investigation. And Iran's seeing nothing about it at all. They won't comment. Their government won't comment while their military said, we did it, so what? Sadar is saying, okay, are they trying to intimidate him? 
say you better go through with this deal. There's a lot of things going on in back room that we don't really know about. But what's up front, the court said, hold on, you guys are making agreements. We're not going to make a decision. They put it on until April the 4th, which all this stuff should be over by now. They may not need to make a decision. And we know that because they can't make a decision anyway because it's up to the CBI. All they were doing was putting on a show with the CBI director and the finance minister. They can't make them change the rate because government doesn't work like that. Anyway, it's going to happen one way or the other, not because he's not there, but because the people said enough is enough with the price of oil, the money that's there, and they're all getting worse and worse. All right, what's next? Money Bunny is next. Celebrating a birthday on today. So, Money Bunny, happy birthday to you. I wish you many, many more. I wanna wanna wish you a happy birthday. I wanna wanna help you celebrate. I wanna wanna wish you lots of presents. I wanna wanna help you eat your cake. Bossy, bossy in the island way You'll be jamming all night Through the light of day Your birthday, birthday is your day to shine Another year and you'll be looking fine So have a no worries, don't you hesitate It's time to bossy, bossy, time to celebrate Okay, Ian John says, when this is all done and we have dollars in the bank, do you think we will find out what the holdups were all this time? I know we hear it's this or that, but will we ever know what it truly was? Hmm. You know, um, there are things that are coming out right now about the Iraqi war that people didn't know when it was going on. But look how long it actually is taking to come out. I'll tell you some things that you guys probably didn't want to know. I mean, I know it's it's not even public knowledge. I know I've told you some things uh, that you probably shouldn't have even known to this moment. So can I tell you everything's going to come out? It happened in Iraq? I don't know. I can tell you um, absolutely things will come out that were our intentions and goals. So with that, Iraq put out a whole big thing to their countries this morning, one of the news statements, articles. And it talked about how the U.S. goes in to a country of war intentionally destroys their economy <laughs> is telling the people that picks people for their government who they know will do just the opposite of what they should do and it picks them against each other to make sure their country doesn't progress because that's how the u.s wants it so they can continue <laughs> to tell them what to do 
and drain their country of money and income. This whole article out. That's what it sounds like to me. Sounds like somebody over there read Confessions of an Economic Hitman. <laughs> that uh, applied and said, hey, this is exactly what they've been doing to us to make sure we're in debt to them and owe them forever and blah, blah, blah. Whole article out. Was that supposed to come out two weeks after Iraq that these are the things we did, that we own oil wells and businesses and DOD controls the contracts? No. And nobody wants to tell their people another country is controlling them like that. But are those things that are happening? Was it planned? Do we go in and cause discourse only to be the ones with the solutions? Absolutely. Will we know about it 10 years from now, 15 years, just like we did from 2003? We'll know a lot more than we know. There'll be TV shows on like the ones we told you guys to watch so you can see what was going on behind closed doors. Absolutely. Just not next week. All right, what's next? Wait, somebody's saying they can't hear me or you. So I don't know if they can or not, but. Yeah, we lost the connection. Oh, we did? Oh, okay. I just reconnected. Oh, all right. All right. Miss Cream says... Question one, do we really have to wait on the rate change and for them to form a government before we move forward with the RV? I didn't hear you cut out. You said question one or something. Okay. Do we really have to wait on the rate change and for them to form a government before we move forward with the RV? Yep. CBI hasn't done it. They're not going to do it until there's a government in place. Once the government is in place, there's two things that can happen. They can do the budget. Where again, there's articles out this morning that told people there is a new rate in the 22 budget. There is a new rate in the budget, so everybody knows. So they can do the budget and do it, but guess what? Parliament already said we're not going to change the budget until you change the rate. I mean, we're not going to approve the budget until you change the rate. So we don't care if there is a new rate in the budget. We're not going to approve it until you change the rate. So there's a catch-22, and we're going to see how it goes, because that's what's next. Okay. All right. What are you hearing from Texas? Nothing. There's nothing from the banks, guys. They're not doing anything. They're not preparing to do anything until this meeting happens or until they see which way Iraq is going which supposedly in the next 72 hours, they're once again saying they're going to vote on everything at one time and form a government. So that's what we're waiting for. And Greenville says, how was the Iranian bombing of Iraq this weekend affected things? It hasn't affected the RV or the formation of the government. Like I said before, maybe they're just trying to put pressure on Sadar to go through with things, saying, hey, if you think the people are going to be chaos, what about this? Because they didn't hit anything. Now, 
They sent 12 missiles outside of Iran, I mean, from inside Iran to Iraq. Not what they normally do. They're in Iraq, some local community or something shooting missiles. These actually came from Iran to Iraq, and they hit nothing. Twelve. I mean, they did some property damage. Nobody killed. Didn't hit any Israeli headquarters. They said was there. Didn't hit anything. You know, U.S. consulate, embassy, nothing, even though they landed close to them. So, and I always say, were they really trying to hit anything? I mean, 12 missiles, not one of them could hit it. Then who's going to be scared of that type of army? (laughs) Or are they just trying to be intimidating? That's the part that we have to look at. Those are some behind-the-closed-doors things that are going on. But did it affect anything? I don't know unless, you know, the negotiations is even. They could have been sending them a message. If you think the riots or something, get on top of this. And then who's going to struggle with that? Because, you know, they were saying it's wrong for Iran to do that, a neighboring country. It's wrong for Iran and U.S. to use them as as a, you know, a, a middle or junction between a personal war, which the U.S. did not retaliate against. So you got to remember all these moves that we haven't retaliated not once. It's not trying to cause chaos. But telling Al Kazimi and everybody else, this is your responsibility. Take care of it. And supposedly, uh, so I don't think it's going to affect anything because it didn't do anything. Just an intimidation factor. All right, what's next? Next is live call. Okay. Two eight one area code, you are on. Hey, flat tire, you on? Flat tire. Nope. Yeah, the line was open. I can hear noise in the background too. This ain't paying attention. She from Texas. You gotta excuse it. Uh-oh, what? You did? I didn't see that. What? Uh-huh. No, you better go to the next one. I don't care what she's talking yeah. about. Oh, I didn't know that. Hmm. Is she talking to us? <laughs> no, she's not talking she to us. That's why I said her. go on. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> All right, I couldn't make out what, what was being said. Four zero four, no, you she... were on. Hi, Tony and hi, Ray. Appreciate uh, your tenacity. Good morning to you and good afternoon to you, Ray. Um, I'm always intrigued whenever you use kind of the um, it's going to happen within 72 hours of um, in terms of getting the government formed. What was the starting point when they were, were saying that? 
so that we they're can count them <laughs> Yeah. So it's not, as you said, they're putting news articles out telling the people that the government should be formed in the next 72 hours. Right. But starting when, like when, when it was published, so that it's like oh. right now we start cocking, you know, counting 72, or was this like 12 hours ago? So it's, you know, 60 hours to go. I'm just kind of curious because, you know, they, they seem to be a little bit giving them some flexibility on this because there have been references in the past that, you know, we will be doing something within a certain time frame, and it, it gives them – a little bit of what's the starting point? I was curious because I've read these things on 72 hours before. Um, but, again, it's when does it start? That way we have a better idea of, of when we should expect it to finalize. I know, but they never say starting noon today or starting at 2 I know. o'clock today or 3 o'clock. They do think today. But yeah. since, since it came out today, I'm going to give them till Thursday. They're 72 hours. Okay. So hopefully we'll hear it by then. That would be nice. That would be very nice here. I, I've been in, intrigued with, you know, what's happening with uh, respect to the uh, politics of, of Iraq and the, the naming of uh, one of Sadar's relatives to, you know, be taking over, especially after we had been hearing that there, he seemed to have been a strong backer of Kazemi coming in for a second term. Um, is this just uh, do you are your sources seeing this as, as more uh, potential for being smoke and mirrors, knowing that they do have, as any country, have political families? You look at the Barzanis and the Talibanis coming out of Kurdistan, that sort of thing. Is this just a means to kind of test to see the the reactions of the people? That are they, you know, have they had it with political families, and this is a way to kind of identify that, or you know, what what are what's your your contact? What are their takes on on this? I, I'm not hearing that from anybody. He hasn't said that. I don't even know that this is real. Again, like I said, because Sadar's cousin used to work for Maliki, so Maliki's happy with him. Yep, we'll take him. I'm thinking he's thinking he can control him. But Maliki came out and said even though we accept him, he's concerned that they'll only do what Sadar says because that's his family. And supposedly, you know, they don't like Maliki anyway. His family doesn't anyway. At the same token, Sadar or his people are saying he doesn't want his family name tied to what's happening in Iraq at all. He doesn't want his family history to be responsible for what's going to happen. So why did you put his name up? Why did they agree? Um, we, don't, we don't know which way it's going to go, and they don't know. We know before there was definite Al-Kazimi was in, period. He's the guy. But so was Selah. And none of that has happened. And now it's supposedly because Sadar can't do it with the plus one that he thought he was going to, the court is saying he has to have a majority. And with the numbers that Maliki controls, they can't get a majority without them being involved. Mm -hmm. And the the situation, one one, uh, final kind of question to kind of get your insight on, with the federal court having 
you know, I like the way you described it. They would be meeting today or were supposed to have met today, and by golly, they've, they've moved it to the 4th of, of April. Um, are, how much flexibility is built into this that, that the government gets formed Thursday, Friday of the, this week? Uh, is a, can the federal government, do, you, do their, your folks think that they would end up coming back and meeting sooner than April 4th to help get things going full steam, or is that, you know, what, what's being said on that, or is this really? Nothing's being said on it, because we don't know. The decision was just made this morning, so nobody knows right. that. But listen, if the government is formed, like they say, if their first priority is to change the rate and do the budget, then the federal court has no need to meet at all. Maybe that's why they gave them till April the 4th, because all this could mm-hmm. be over long before then. So they wanted to give them that time to resolve it themselves, and then the federal court could just dismiss it. Well, I've always called it and thought in the back of my mind that we're just watching Kabuki Theater, and sometimes we're a major player in it, and other times we are spectators. So who knows? But, you know, 10 days from whenever all of this ends, we know that that's when our special TNT Super Fantastic or Pay It Forward project is going to be. And it sure would be nice if it could be done sometime in March. But April's a good month as well. But I prefer March. So No, don't say that. Don't, don't say I'm, that. March. Let's just go with March. That's what I'm saying. I would prefer March. We'll go with March. <laughs> okay. Okay, <dog. laughs> All right. March on. Okay, Thank thanks you. again, guys. Appreciate it. Have a All good right. day. Thank you. Bye-bye. Okay. Bye-bye. Bye. Three six zero area code you are next. Three six zero. Good morning, Tony. Good afternoon, Ray. Hey, how you doing, man? Good. I'm. Uh, I'm thinking that Wednesday I'll be going through your neighborhood, and uh, I thought you might want to buy us breakfast. <laughs> well, it depends on uh, how early is breakfast. <laughs> <laughs> it's about 6.30 in the morning And, and I've got a protein uh, Actually a thing i got to have a steak in the morning And uh, <laughs> It's actually Thursday not Wednesday. Oh okay I'm, I'm sorry Thursday I did, I, See I'd have been a day early That fixes me um, Actually Thursday is good Because you know, I, you know I, Somehow i got to do some kind of calls Or something on Wednesday <laughs> Yeah Actually, it would be Thursday now that I think about it. Yeah, good. Well, we'll uh, we'll keep you updated. Um, okay. I'm curious. I'm curious. The best thing that could happen that I heard you say in your kind of talking about the options of what's going on over there would be Arab Spring 2.0. They get the old government back in, and then they can have that all that stuff turn, and they live happily ever after. Don't you think? Break a few eggs as to make an omelet. I want you to do right. Huh? I, I, I said as much as I want you to be right, I 100% believe you're wrong. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> hey, Listen. Well, yeah. I got to go with the 
dark on this one. If they revert back to a caretaker government again, then none of the laws can be passed because parliament is not there. They need an actual government. If they revert back and we got to go through another year, year and a half of uncertainty, or even longer before they vote again, then none of the countries are going to come in and do business in contrast because nobody knows what's going to happen. So, no, it would actually be a horrible thing to tell you the truth. Yeah. Well, not, yeah, that, I agree. I agree. Well, I also agree that you know what I think about Maliki and the fact that if he, if he becomes part of the deal, to me, that is, they end up losing anyway then. If he's in the deal, they lose. That's as pure as it gets. And so I don't know what they'll, they'll be able to do, but just my thoughts. Anyway. Okay. So, so the question was raised today. Why would Sadar do that when he said Maliki was the cause of all Iraq's problems? When he let ISIS in, when he joined the economy, then why would you turn around and make agreements and have conversations with him when you already said that? And they said because he wields too much power and too much influence, not only with the government there, with Iran, but with the people. And that's what's going to hold it all up. If he could have got his plus one and wiped him out of the government, he could have did something. But because the courts ruled the majority, he needs his people, which means they'll only vote if he has a position. So he's going to give them a position with no power is what he claims. Hmm. Well, careful what you ask for. That's right. Right? Well, fingers crossed, yep. and boy, I, I'll tell you what, this is a train that seems like it's never running out of steam. But we'll see. <laughs> it will end, hopefully by Thursday. So we'll see, yeah? Yeah. One way yes. or the other. Exactly. All right. Well, I'll be uh, I'll be in touch, and uh, we leave Wednesday, so I should be in the middle of Oregon Wednesday, and uh, so hopefully I can I can hear at least listen to the call, if not uh, share my my thoughts. So Ray, thanks. Tony, thanks, and um, I'll get out of the way. All right, All right, man. If I don't hear you on Wednesday, I'll see you on Thursday. All right. Well, you know, <laughs> so, yeah. If you're waiting on Wednesday, no, that's no. I I had to recalculate, and I forgot that when the clock goes past midnight, it makes it the next day, and so I just realized, yeah, Thursdays when I would be uh, be around. So, anyway. Okay. It's all good. <laughs> all right. Drive carefully. Be safe. All right. Will do. Okay, 281, are you ready? Hey, Ray. How you doing? Hey there. I'm saying, take your service to the Instagram, you know? 
I'm good. Thank you for coming back to me. Yes, I got another call while I was on the call, so and I had to take it. Sorry for that. Appreciate it. And hello, Mr. Tony. How are you? I am super fantastic. And in the future, if you're not talking <laughs> to me, you then put today? your phone on mute so half the world don't have to know your business. <laughs> That's all right. I'm human. <laughs> I'm human. <laughs> Whatever they heard, it was meant to be. Hey. What's going on? Oh, I'm good. Um, I just want to know, how is it that, okay, so the Sadar can choose whomever he wants as the prime minister without the people voting for that position. Is that how that works over there? No. He can okay, choose so, or nominate whoever he wants. They still have to be voted on and passed. And that's people. why he's upset that the court ruled the way it did, because it said he might must have a majority, not just plus one. Mm-hmm. Yeah, because I was trying to figure out, well, how is it that they can do that? They could just put whom they one in there without the people having any kind of say so because wouldn't that cause even more of a conflict with the people wanting to go to the streets and protest if whoever they put oh, in no, no. Minister. Okay. Oh, I didn't say it right. I'm saying I didn't say it right. When I say it's the vote, Parliament has to vote. The people don't wow. have no choice. Oh, <laughs> the wow. people don't have a choice at all. So mm-hmm. their only choices were who they put into parliament. Now, parliament mm-hmm. decides who the ministers are, who the council members are, who the uh, three presidents are, who the prime minister is. It's mm-hmm. not like we vote for the president. They only get to vote for who gets to be part of the government, and then the government does everything else. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Okay. So um, as far as the 72 hours, that started from today? Is that? Oh, no. Hold on. Wait. Oh, okay. Yeah, I heard you. Let me call 404 to see what did I say. <laughs> Look. Yeah. <laughs> I'm starting it today. They said 72 hours. The article came out today. So I'm going to give them 72 hours from today. They said there mm-hmm. should be a government in place or they're going to take a vote and they're trying to vote on everything at one time, is what he said. Mm-hmm. Okay, so now once that vote is done, and regardless of who they put in office, the government is formed, then in your opinion, how soon after that will this rate and all of that kick in. Is there another process or step that has to be done once the vote is and the government is seated? Yeah, there's two. One or two options. One is they say, okay, we're going to go in and do the budget because there's a new rate in the budget, and let's vote and pass the budget. The budget hasn't even been submitted to Parliament yet. 
So that uh-huh. could be another 30 days down the road before they decide to oh, do that. Oh, Lord. Could be. Or they can go in, CBI says now everything's done. We know who the government is. There's already a budget. Let's just change the rate. Because well, CBI just makes the decisions to change the rate. That could happen any given day. Mhm. Okay. Well, and then I, I think I heard you say that nothing is actually going on over here in the U.S. The banks are not on alert or anything like that. They're not at their locations. So everything is pretty much uh, being on what happens with this vote and all this stuff going on over in Iraq. Pretty much what it seems like. Right. Yeah. I think after the government is actually formed, they know what's going to be. We'll start seeing the banks build back, get ready, get their people on standby, because they know it could be any day from that moment on. Mhm. Okay. Okay. So my last question is: So you do you feel that all of this stuff that's going on with Russia and a lot of the sanctions? that Biden has put on them and removing them from the Swiss system and all this stuff has nothing to do with affecting other parts of the economy in the world and causing a delay in any of this process? Well, it's definitely affecting economies all around the world. That's for sure. Mm-hmm. I mean, the prices, everything else, and what's happening, supplies. I mean, it's affecting a whole lot of things. Is it so affecting the rate or the RV itself? No, because there's other factors. Like we said, forming the government and doing that. and They're going to change the rate. Mm-hmm. They're going to change the rate probably before they do the budget. The only thing is what they're arguing about this morning is changing it back to 1620, or where it was at 1120, versus changing it. Iraq doesn't want to do that because if they did, then how would they again change it to the rate that we want within 10 days after that? 20. So they're just looking for one rate change, and that's back to the RV, is what they're trying to do and hold off until they can get that part done. Mm-hmm. Court's not going to be involved in that. Court can't make them change it back to that. The court can't make them do anything because it's the finance minister in Parliament. They can't mm-hmm. say, hey, that was illegal because TBI can change the rate. That's their job. All well, it is I is want... I'll go with 404 because uh, she likes it to be Kabuki Theater. It is just a size show. So more, more misinformation. I wouldn't say misinformation. Would you consider any of this misinformation somewhere in this just to throw us off to get this stuff, I guess, out in the open yeah. at some point surprise us? I mean, it, <laughs> you know, you don't know what to believe at some point anymore with any of these articles coming out on some stuff. You we know? don't. In misdirection. It's better than just misinformation. They just okay. try to throw everybody off because they can't. Guys, again, listen, they can't say, yeah, we're going to change the rate. Yet when the court rules, the rate's going to change back, everything else. Because just what happened, what, three days before we're supposed to change, again, people will just stop spending money. I'll wait. I'll wait. 
My money's getting ready to be mm-hmm. worth ten times what it is today. I wait mm-hmm. five days. I wait two weeks before I do anything I don't have to do. If, if mm-hmm. the economy can't survive like that, they're not going to give people that kind of notice in advance. So all they can mm-hmm. do is sow confusion. Okay. All right. Well, thank you, sir. I appreciate all your que- your uh, you answering all my questions and you guys coming back to me. I appreciate it. And I guess we will wait and see what happens when the 72 hours are up. I'm hoping it's what we're wanting to hear. And maybe, you know, they can go ahead and get the rate out and not have to wait for another 30 days or whatever else they may try to throw in the <laughs> in the plan. So we'll see. All right, thank you. All right. You guys have a good day. Thank you. Have a great day. Bye. All right. You too. Bye. Next on the list. Seven. What'd you say? Seven six zero. Seven six zero. Seven six zero. Nope. Okay. No 760. Okay. What did you do? It fell off. Yeah. There we go. Let's try it again. 760. You're on. Hello. Uh, yes, this is Rick and Oceanside. Can you hear me? Yes, sir. I, I, I sent you guys a, a check for to uh, actually help out on, on the finances. I hope it. Hope it arrives today. I hope it, hope it doesn't take five days to get, to get from Oceanside to uh, North Carolina. <laughs> okay. Thank you. Thank you. Uh, we'll talk to you later. Thank you. Oh, okay. All right. All right. <laughs> greetings, Ray, and greetings, Tony. Top of the day to you. Yes, sir. Uh, uh, I uh, hope y'all are doing well. Uh, the thing that first in my mind for a question, Tony, is these articles that are talking about the 72 hours, are those articles actually taking Sadar's name in vain and saying Sadar has stated that there's going to be 72 hours, or is this kind of just leak around the crack information where the Iraqi press is, is coming up with 72 hours based on leak, leak, leaks, L-E-A-K-S, and just press supposition? Is it really from Sadar, or is it just press supposition? It is not direct from Sadar. Sadar is from his party. And it's from Maliki's party. They both are in agreement that it should happen within 72 hours. Is what both parties ah. Okay. So it's Maliki who is putting this information out. Shouldn't we really have a different level of trust in what Maliki says than if it were coming no. from Sadar? Okay. No, because I said both groups are putting it out. Oh, oh, okay. That makes it good. Double validation. That's good. Okay. Well, okay, so now we run down 72 hours, and they're saying they're going to vote on everything. 
what is included in everything, just the president of the republic and the prime minister? Is that what they mean by everything, or is there more? There's the president of the republic, there's the prime minister, there's the uh, minister's council, which we haven't done yet, and all the other positions. So they're saying everything. Now, it can't be the prime minister's group because we don't know who he is, and they have to give him 30 days to form his own ministry. So I don't think he's going to have that that he was just named yesterday. All right. Well, Franklin Roosevelt a long time said a long time ago said if anything happens in politics, you can bet it was beforehand planned that way. And it I'm wondering what your thoughts are that this whole goose is already cooked. And given that they're saying they're going to vote on everything, it may darn well be that this whole Christmas dinner is already just in the warming oven, waiting to serve right down to A, who the prime minister is going to be, and B, who his cabinet ministers are going to be. And isn't it possible and maybe even likely that this whole thing with Maliki being back in the government and all that is is kind of like window dressing, but if the turkey's already baked and in the warming oven, it could be that we're still going to see Al-Kazimi, and it could very likely be that Al-Kazimi already knows and the parliament members know who in the world all of the ministers are going to be, which would enable them to do this whole vote uh, you know, in 72 hours. Does that make sense, or is that just wishful thinking in your mind? No, it could very well be. It could have been three weeks ago when uh, Al-Kazimi said he's going to name his party within 72 hours. He had to already know who they were going to be. It could very well be because Sadar is saying what position Maliki will have in the government. Well, he can't really say that until they know who the prime minister is, because he has to give them those positions in his government. So it all could be over on Thursday. I just don't know. They didn't say every single position. But there's going to be a functioning government on Thursday on 72 hours. We know the prime minister, the president of the republic, and the council members should all be voted on at that time. Yeah, and unless I misunderstand, seems like the people are really in the streets mostly for economic justice. And if that's the case, then the real pressure that Sadar is sweating isn't isn't just about political stuff. It's about meat and potatoes stuff. And if they want to avoid a real uh, version two of... uh, spring, then they really need to get the RV done, the rate change, and that puts the onus right back where it belongs in the first place, which is on the CBI. seemed to me that once they get the government in place, the real monkey is on the back of the CBI, and if the CBI doesn't bring forth the change in rate, the people are going to be in the streets in spades. 
regardless of whether they have a government or not, because the point is, have a government or don't have a government, they're looking for economic justice. Isn't that really what Sadar and all of them have to think about? And isn't that why the, the CBI has to act like yesterday, as soon as the government's formed? Well, okay, so let's look at it. The CBI said they're not going to do it until there's a government in place. So what's the first priority? Put the government in place. Now, once the government is in place and functioning, yes, the CBI can look at the rates, but who are the people going to look at? They can't go after the governor of the CBI. All they go after is the government, period. Now, the government is still at risk. And they can either pass the budget with the new rate in there, with all the new allocations of food and wheat and wealth and everything else, because everybody's still going to blame the government. The CBI is part of the government. Will the CBI change the rate just to save everybody else? Not if they're not doing what they're supposed to be doing. Not if it's not a stable government. The country's reacting. They're not doing the agreement. But they're not stopping the steal. Well, supposedly stopping the steal and stopping before they do that. But we'll see. They go hand in hand. The CBI can react anytime they choose. And everybody knows that when they choose not to until the situation is correct. So Zadar is saying we need the government before anything happens, so let's do what we need to do. Let's form the government, and then they'll take it a step at a time. How long are the people going to wait after that? We have yet to see. Okay, well, uh, I agree with all that, but the thing that's really kind of crazy to me is that the parliament is acting like if they pass a budget with a rate in it, that that is going to change the rate. And that is not going to change the rate. That's just going to put a number in a piece of paper that a parliament passed. But it's just a presumption that the CBI will actually put a real rate on the street to match the number they write in their budget. They can't write uh, a rate change uh, just by passing a bill in Parliament. Am I not right on that? They can. Nope, they can that's say absolutely well, correct. Absolutely. Whatever that number yeah. is, that budget is, then CBI has to do two things. Well, they have to see what the rate is that they use for the price of oil, see how much the budget is, and then say, can our reserves justify this rate with the new budget that they have? And they'll make that decision. Yeah, so it's still back to the CBI. So I think the parliament's kind of strutting its stuff in a way, but the parliament's also being honest because they're saying, we need a rate change first, no budget without a rate change. And that's due process of law. I mean, they're doing the right thing by saying that, don't you think? Well, they, they are. I mean, it's easier to do the budget than the rate change instead of the other way. If they do a budget and submit it and then the rate changes, they have to go back and adjust the budget. Yeah, yeah. 
I have just one last question. We've been hearing for a couple of weeks this whole business about Sadar was hoping to pass uh, the things that he was proposing, like the new president, on a plus one basis. And they're saying, no, it has to be a majority. Well, 50% plus one is a simple majority. So when the court ordered a majority, they must be speaking of some kind of super majority, not a simple majority. If that's right, what is the super majority that has to be achieved? Three quarters. Three quarters. Okay, got it. Okay, so it's a supermajority. Nobody's ever said that yet before. Thank you, Tony. Thank you, Ray. I do appreciate you guys. You have a great day. Okay, Ray, you there? Okay, how about now? Give me that. All right. All right, Thanks, Ray. Oh, you're on. Yes, sir. Thank you. Hey, good afternoon, Ray, and good morning, Tony. It is G-Man NPA. Hey, man. How you doing? Doing super fantastic. Gentlemen, it is another dynamite, super sunny day in the Northeast, 52 degrees and sunshine. So for this time in March, we'll take this weather. I'm going to give you the long version here. Ladies and gentlemen, for all of you who are new to the call and all of you who didn't know, all these calls and all the means of communication that Ray and Tony use to keep us informed need to be paid for. And it's up to all of us out here in the currency community to send in our payments in order to buy airtime to keep this information superstation on the air. You can help by going to www.tntsuperfantastic.com, clicking on that red payment button, and when you do, the name and address will come up to where you can send your checks and money orders made payable to Raymond Renfro, P.O. Box 1748, Elm City, that's just like the tree, Elm City, North Carolina, 27822. And when you're making out those checks and money orders, ladies and gentlemen, please remember to make them payable to Raymond Renfro. And please remember to include your phone number on those checks and money orders. This way it makes it easier for Ray to track those payments as they come in. For those of you who'd like to donate electronically, you can go to the TNT super fantastic website, click on that red payment button, and scroll down to where you will find the instructions to use the debit card or credit card of your choice. Click on the Click Here instructions. That will then take you to a menu page of payments that you can choose from. Click on the payment that you would like to send in. That will then take you to another page where you'll be asked to type in your email address, your name, and your credit card information. In the area where you type in your name, After you have typed in your name in that same area, type in your phone number. This way it makes it easier for Ray to track those payments as they come in. So again, to donate electronically, go to the TNT super fantastic website, click on that red payment button and scroll down to where you will find the instructions to use the debit card or credit card of your choice. Click on the Click Here instructions. 
that will then take you to a menu page of payments that you can choose from. Click on the payment that you would like to send in. That will then take you to another page where you'll be asked to type in your email address, your name, and your credit card information. In the block where you type in your name, in that same block, after you have typed in your name, hit the space bar twice and type in your phone number in that same block. This way it makes it easier for Ray to track those payments as they come in. After you have typed in your credit card or debit card information, at the bottom of the page is that send payment key. After you have clicked on the send payment key, wait on that page. Stay on that page for a couple of seconds. You'll then receive a circle with a check mark and a sentence that says, thank you for supporting the TNT blog talk radio show. This way you know your payments have gone through successfully. Remember to do it today, ladies and gentlemen. You'll be very, very glad that you did. As always, Ray and Tony, thank you for all you continue to do for us. Thank you to both of your families for continuing to share you with us. Thank you to those 13 task force members still out there, making sure that the bankers and meeting facilities are going to be available for us post-RV so we can get all that banking information. And as Ray has taught us, remember, verification, negotiation, diversification, protect your principal, KYW, know your worth. And Vegas, 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 and rally, 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 so I can come join you and enjoy some of that good home style North Carolina barbecue. Thank you, gentlemen. Make it a dynamite rest of the day. All right, sir. Thank you very much. You're welcome, Ray. All right. Thank you, sir. Appreciate you. All right. All right, Tony, you're welcome. 706 Erico, you are on. Hey, Tony. Hey, Ray. Hey, hey good, good morning. Cut off. Hey. Hey, um, Tony, um, it seemed like in the past the banks would say something about the bank, about preparing for the bank. Um, they got people on standby, what, whatever it may be. But it seemed like, and it seemed like we've been in a, a worse situation in the past. And they still were short of Texas Bank. They still would talk about um, we're thinking of calling people to the bank, or we got people on standby, whatever, whatever it may be. But it seemed like right now they're not even thinking about the banks. They more like what Texas, like Texas. I guess my point is, have they woke up or are they thinking like Texas? We ain't no need trying to prepare for it, and it ain't, it's not happening. But in the past, it's like they would prepare for it, but we were in a worse situation than we're in now because right now we're in a good situation. If you can understand what I'm, well, I'm saying. I do. I do understand, yeah, because we've heard it for years and everything. There was yeah. always the possibility that they were already going to do it. The CBI was just yeah. going to change the rate, and they were pushing it for it. And they had already planned for it, both in the Treasury and there, for it to happen. 
right now, mm. even though we're saying we're in a better situation because it's coming to an end, there's the uncertainty of when it might happen. But the fact that um, the finance minister came out and said, hey, it was leaked out and it's affecting our economy and what's going on. So when they're not doing any leaks right now, they're not hyping people up where they're not spending the money and it's affecting them and then not happening. Because the closer we got, that's exactly what happened. So now it's to the point where, yeah, it's supposed to be a surprise when it happens. And if it is that. But we know politically what we're seeing, we're closer than ever to coming to that final do or die point with two right. things, with the government being formed and it being there and the people now every day coming out in larger crowds, we are definitely getting to it. So that's the good part on our side. But the banks are not going to move. They're not going to give that heads up or let us do that uh, because they just went through it three weeks ago. So that's why we're not saying anything. Okay. Now I was just wondering that, Oh, I was getting all these hits, and now it's like we're not getting no hits from the banks. Now it's they, you know, it's just like you said though. Now they maybe they looking at it like Texas look at looks at it. You know that that was sort of a, a thought that just was in my mind. Nobody's looking at it backwards and upside down like Texas is. They're just looking at it. I'm just not getting Texas any credit for anything. Super fantastic. How you doing? I'm awesome. Glad to hear it. Glad to hear it. Very good call. So, um, you, you coming to my birthday party even if I don't have a birthday party? Is that what you say? What are you talking about, man? Oh, okay. <laughs> Who are you? <laughs> you know it. <laughs> You know it. It was something you said earlier made me wonder. We talking about um, the bombing on uh, Iraq by Iran, and the military said yes, they did, and the government won't won't uh, admit to it. Um, does Iran ever? I mean, Iraq ever fight back when Iran does these things to them? Do they ever even try to bomb them back or or, or do something back? Like they just they can't 
They can't fight them back, okay? Fight them back because they have too much influence in Iraq. Because people at the top, Maliki, Amiri, Abadi, are all Iranian puppets. So how are they going to fight Iran? Iran put them in there. Iran is telling them what to do. So many other government officials. Iran is where they get their electricity and water from right now. So Iran isn't personally attacking them yet, even though they did tell Sadar that's exactly what's going to happen if he don't change his tune. But Maliki and all of them were backing them up, saying, Sadar, this is what's going to happen if you don't change your tune, do what Iran says do. So how can they fight them back? What they're doing is what Al-Kazimi did with Sadar Dirbal says, hey, U.S., do not use our soil to fight them. Figure out somewhere else. Don't start a war right here because nothing we can do about it, and you know there's nothing we can do about it. And that's basically what they're saying. Unless Sadar could get in, which he was trying, get a majority, arrest that list of 200, which was going to take the Iranian influence out of the government. The people are tired of Iran. They're in the uproar over Iran also. But there's nothing that Al-Kazimi could do by himself. There's nothing that Sadar could even do by himself. Or Brazani could do by himself. They could do it with the backing of the U.S., but then that throws Iran, I mean, Iraq back into an uncertain situation. So we'll see. Wow. That, that that's that's a bad position to be in because I was thinking uh, their military, I know we're supposed to be over there as, what, advisors now, not military or whatever. But <laughs> if their military is really truly independent, which still would make a difference, like you say, because Iran is too much power and they need Iran resources. Wow. Okay. When you said that, it just made me think. So I'm like, wow, bad situation. Okay. Yeah. All right, then. I I see the hour, so I won't hold you, and I'll see you on what day? <laughs> what day? All right. What day? <laughs> You'll let me know. All right. Yeah. All right. <laughs> Have a great All afternoon. Bye. All right. Bye-bye. Bye-bye. Okay, sir. Time to wrap this one up. All right, guys. Hey, wasn't exciting news today? Like we're going to the bank tomorrow, there, but it was exciting news today. Whether you guys realize it or not, the fact that even they're even being forced to make some comp- uh, compromises and come to some conclusions is still a good thing to us. We want them to have a government because we want the rate to change. All in all, I prefer the government that Sadar and Al-Kazimi wanted for the people of Iraq would be a better government because they look like they would serve the people. But if they choose to go the other direction, if that's what wins, and the people still would have to overcome it. But what you want would still happen. Still be an RV, still be a rate change. Uh, So at the end, I mean, we get the benefit we're looking for. Their economy would change, but I don't know that everything they're looking for would change. So 
Regardless, it's good. They're working it out. Things are moving forward. Hopefully by the end of this week, there will be a government or by Thursday in place. And man, that cuts us down a whole lot. All thing we have to do is encourage the people. It's the street today. It's the street tomorrow. Let them know that it's real. Because <laughs> it seems like that's the final frontier or the thing that's going to push us through. So do what you got to do. And with that, we're going to do what we got to do. Enjoy the rest of your day. Be super fantastic while you're doing it. And super fantastic. All right. Thank you, guys. Hey, ladies and gents, that's going to do it for today on this marvelous Earth Monday. We'll see what happens on Hump Day Wednesday. Keep believing. Be sure to. This keeps me going. On those days when I feel like giving up. Fire.
recording press one to return this session is no longer being recorded and that ladies and gentlemen is a wrap enjoy your marvelous er monday we are out of here